Welcome. This is day three of Music Education Basics, a free workshop for music educators, brought to you by my signature course, The Art of Music Teaching and Learning. If you haven't heard me say this already, this course is a compilation of everything I've learned from two music education degrees from the Eastman School of Music and over 15 years of teaching in community, church, and college settings. I'll help you hone your teaching skills, refine your craft, and start painting your own portrait of what music teaching and learning looks like in a variety of settings. By the end of eight weeks, you'll have the tools you need to develop a creative, sequenced approach to teaching and learning that's authentic to you and your unique teaching style, and design a cohesive curriculum for your specific teaching situation. You'll develop the confidence to teach with intention, inspire musical creativity, and promote meaningful learning. Enrollment opens tomorrow, Thursday, so if you're interested in learning more, be sure to tune in tomorrow to get all the details. Today's lesson is all about musical expression. But first, if you haven't watched or listened to the lessons from day one and day two, I encourage you to go back and do that first. I designed this workshop so that each day builds on the next, and I think you'll find that content from the past two days provides a lot of helpful context for the conversation we'll be having today. As you've heard me say, Music Education Basics is a five-day workshop for music educators that's available as both a video series at learn.ashleydanu.com and an audio series right here on the podcast. If you're enjoying just listening to each episode this week, you're in the right place. If you want to watch the videos and download the corresponding workbooks, visit learn.ashleydanu.com and sign up for the workshop that way. You'll get instant access to all the content that we've covered so far this week. Plus, there's a space for you to ask questions and share your insights along the way. Either way is fine, or you can do both, whatever works best for you. Today, we're talking about musical phrasing, dynamics, and movement, and why it's important to incorporate these elements of musical expression into the teaching and learning process from the very beginning. Visuals and active experiences are a huge part of the learning process. In some cases, they are more important in our teaching than spoken directions and letting people read things for themselves. So how can we be intentional about structuring our teaching in a way that supports visual learning and active hands-on experiences? Let's start by exploring a few new ways to incorporate visuals into your rehearsals or lessons. Number one, use colored pencils or erasable pens or Zoom annotation tools to help your students learn to study a score, to recognize patterns that are the same and different, to see phrase shapes and understand form and structure. Number two, use paint chips to show dynamic variations, illustrate a change in tone color or mood, or inspire musical improvisations. Number three, Play a game where your students have to keep a balloon up in the air for the duration of a whole note. This way they can see and feel how many beats are in these longer note values while listening and experiencing a piece of music. Number four, 
use a Hoberman sphere, you know, that expanding ball toy, to illustrate how to take a good breath for singing or to show swell within a phrase. Number five, draw a listening map to indicate sections, structure, musical features, and key characteristics. Next, think about ways to engage them and create some opportunities for active experience. Number one, have students step the steady beat as they chant or sing or listen to a piece of music and have them match any tempo changes that might occur. Number two, have students tap the rhythm of a phrase or section and keep the steady beat in their heels. Or have one half of the group keep the steady beat and one half tap the rhythm and then switch. Number three, use hand and arm motions to indicate changes in dynamics as you sing or listen to music. Number four, pair a simple hand, arm, or body movement with sounds and musical styles to bring out changes in articulation or phrasing, dynamics, tempo, or character. Number five, play a piece of music and have your students step a repeated rhythm pattern or ostinato or move to a repeated tonal pattern or a chord progression as they listen. The more ways you can think of to incorporate visuals and props to help make music, which is an aural art, more tangible, the better. Let's take this one step further. Imagination is a free and very effective tool as well. Think about some creative analogies that you can use to help your students conceptualize what they're hearing and experiencing. Describe riding your bike up a small hill feeling the point of arrival when you reach the top, and then the feeling of coming back down. It's the same feeling we have when we shape a musical phrase, right? Describe painting a long, thick line across a large canvas to remind them what legato feels like. Think about floating in the ocean and feeling the push and pull of the waves as you listen to a particular phrase or section. Set the phrase down gently like you would a fragile glass ornament before you pick up the next one. Pretend you have a yo-yo in your hand. Picture what it feels like to roll that yo-yo down and back up. Feel the pulse of that first gesture like the downbeat in music. Talk about breathing by describing having an inner tube around your waist and what that feels like to expand as we take a nice deep low breath. These simple analogies and ones like them can help your students think about music and picture it in new and different ways. By connecting it to other things they know and have experienced, you're helping them learn about new facets of music and build understanding that will stay with them. Always connect to something that is familiar, something they know already, when introducing something that is unfamiliar or new. Your challenge for today is to plan five ways to incorporate props or other visuals into your rehearsals, classes, or lessons to reinforce a new musical concept or skill. How can you make music more tangible for those you teach? You'll find everything you need in today's workbook. Let me know if you have any questions. 
Tomorrow, we're finally talking about music reading, music notation, symbols, and intervals, how to introduce these things in an intentional and musical way, and help support the development of reading skills in your students little by little. See you then. Thanks so much for listening today. For written notes, related links, and more information on today's topic, visit ashleydanew.com slash fieldnotes. You can find me on Instagram at ashleydanew. This episode is part of a special series called Music Education Basics, a free five-day workshop for music educators. To access the corresponding videos and downloadable workbooks and sign up for email notifications each day, visit learn.ashleydanew.com. Again, thanks so much for tuning in today. See you next time.